Okay, we're back again. I'm uh, I'm about I'm a few. What am I? My brain is going away because I haven't eaten food in six hours, and then I start to die. Um, what am I trying to say? Tomorrow I'm getting colonoscopy, endoscopy. I'm getting uh, I'm getting slammed. And today I have to, or last night I started taking laxatives, so I've been shitting my brains out all night. Now I'm about to take something else called Plenview, which will, I don't like, shoot more shit out of my body, which I'm already feeling quite weak and almost stoned. Uh, not, not in a great way, but like just very tired because I'm empty. I'm already on empty. I don't know why they got to go this, I got to go harder on this. But so I'm about to drink this disgusting shit called Plenview, some chemicals, and I have to slowly drink it over 30 minutes, so... Let's see what it tastes like. It's in a gigantic mason jar. 16 ounces. It's like polyethylene something. It's it's not going to be good. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, whew. the flavor actually isn't that bad. It, the consistency and the aftertaste is very painful. But the flavor, it's, they put like a sweet flavor to make it, I guess, to make it more tolerable. This does suck because you can't slam it. I would just chug this shit, but I have to slowly drink it over 30 minutes. So I thought I would record myself in pain and then maybe, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow and then we'll do the second half. If I live, we'll get to see how it worked out. Let's try another sip of this shit. I've got a timer going. I should try to describe it. It's almost as... Uh, it's, um... If you've ever had, like, Pedialyte, it's got a vibe like that. There's something viscously thick and medicinal about it. And the flavor is clearly so far from a natural fake flavoring. It's like it's such a weird kind of fruit flavor. Ugh! I just have to keep fucking sipping. So yeah, so I have a timer going, and we're only at like two and a half minutes. So it's gonna be a painful thirty minutes. I won't record for thirty minutes. Don't worry. I'm not gonna make you listen to me slurp. Um, just wanted to give. I just wanted to. I want to record live me catching this flavor for the first time. And boy, does it suck. Let's see if I can distract myself. Let me see what I was just looking up on YouTube. My most recent YouTube search is why is Little Uzi Vert famous. Um, there's all these, yeah, there's all these little new, <laughs> little new rappers, or new little rappers, and, uh, this guy, Lil Uzi Vert, is kind of doing what I talked about in one episode, as, as far as just being a hype man, like, he almost doesn't even rap, like, I just watched a song called Rock and Roll or something, and he, I think he didn't say any words, I think he just goes, ha, ha, like, twice, I think that's all that happened, and I'm, I'm not even, check it out. Get I guess I'm not supposed to get it, but I'd also like to think that he's wrong. I'd also like to think that the young generation is simply wrong. It's not just that uh, I'm out of touch. It's that they suck. This weird emo rap, I don't, I mean, I don't get it, bro. 
Rap, I've long said this about rap, and I like some rap. I'm not anti-rap, okay? But I've long said this about rap. You you, you can't even parody it. Like, you've never been able to parody it because it or, it is so absurd um, and boisterous and however else you'd like to characterize it. it like, it's, it's pretty much impossible to make fun of because there's someone doing the thing that I think that you would make fun of and someone goes that's the best shit I've ever heard someone right now is getting a tattoo of little baby or da baby or any amount of rap babies and they think they're the best rappers ever and you know what maybe they're right maybe I just don't know who the best rapper ever is maybe that's that's the cross I bear what else have we been looking up? Oh, yeah. I just found out that American Samoa is a place. I did not know that. I was I, I thought when people said they were Samoan, I thought that was... I thought that was uh, like a group of people in Hawaii. I did not know that that was a, a, a place. And I did not know there's a place called American Samoa. And then someone on an interview, I said, I'm from American Samoa. And I go, what? I guess I've always heard that and just never... It's never... I don't know. My brain... I thought uh, I thought Samoan was a people, not a place. Okay, so I've now found this out, and it's interesting. It's interesting to learn stuff. I'm a guy, you know. I dropped out of high school, so I'm, every day I'm learning about locations. I'm going, what? There's more islands out there. What else have I been into? What else can distract me from the flavor of this juice? Uh, I did, I did, <laughs> I started watching a bunch of Jet interviews, Jet the band. And I don't know why, but I just started watching interviews, I was like, well, I wonder what they, I wonder if they knew how lucky they got to, to sneak in there and do what they did. And, um, then I watched, like, a, a them playing live now, or, like, so a reunion or something, because, of course, they didn't stay a band, like, all these, they were so big and so powerful that they had to break down at some point. I assume in Australia or somewhere that they were that because they weren't to us but like I assume there was classic inner turmoil of bands for Jet but um yeah I watched them do a, a recent performance of their one hit song and it was bad it was comically bad could have been because they're in a, a giant room that the sound was horrible but they, it wasn't good and and also I'm, they were never good but it's just like you gotta at least at least be able to play the thing you did. At least be able to do the thing you did. Can you tell my performance is is lagging because my body is empty? This is what it's like when I have no shit inside of me. I have nothing to say because of that. There's just nothing. Alright, well, because I have nothing to say, I guess that'll be it. Um, I'll, uh, yeah, if I live through this procedure, I'll do the second half... Uh, tomorrow when, once I awaken and then uh, you know we'll see what has become of me until then I'll be drinking this shit and shitting all night see you tomorrow Twenty four hours later okay it is the next day and let me just tell you last night was horrible I think the I ended the cast while mid-drinking that Plenview crap, that medical juice, and had to, had to finish that, which was horrible, obviously, flavor, but then it just started shredding my stomach, um, and then wait four hours, and then do another round of that shit. Basically, 
you know, all night, all night, shitting water, feeling horrible. Um, and I mean, mostly, I mean, well, that, that felt horrible, but also the torture of, um, you know, you can't eat anything. And though it's only a day and it's, it's, it's not that hard to not eat food for a day, but when you know you cannot until 4 or 5 p.m. the next day, there's something about that. I don't know if it's me or if it's just all humans like this. I hope everyone's like this, and it's not just me. But anytime that kind of anytime a limiter is put on me of what of whatever, it causes a weird panic or a weird like. It's hard to describe, but um, it's not fun. It's just knowing there's nothing you can do, and and which is hilarious. There's nothing you could do to until to eat until you can eat. Um, but yeah, it's it's not it's it's not a huge challenge. But there's something about yeah, just knowing you you couldn't eat. So that was like very hard. Just going, God damn, all I want is anything, just a cracker, a pistachio, anything. Just so everything sounds great because you can't do it. Um, and and then the that that which what I thought was torturous. Then the next morning, you, I couldn't. I just stop drink nothing after uh, nine a.m. until after this surgery. Uh, and that's what I found was actually the real torture was not even being able to take a sip of water it made my mouth it would just become dry out of just being aware that you can't it was just yeah it was it was it was tough the morning was tough because all you want in the morning at least for me I wake up my mouth is dry as fuck because my mouth has been open all night sleeping like a, a dead man and so yeah so that that was rough. even like going on the way to the clinic or whatever to the surgery place to slice me up um yeah on the way I was just like I don't know if I can do this I mean I just keep I keep feeling like I was gonna gag I was so dry in my throat and just no and again I could probably make it through if I if I it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal if I go oh I just drink whenever I get where I'm going but knowing that you're not gonna be able to even have a sip for another whatever five or six hours was tough mentally very tough just had to keep going I don't know if this is possible but but I also know if I did take a sip of water, that would fuck it up, and then I would have to do this. Pro- you know, we'd have to schedule this again and do it all over again. Which, you know, I'm not gonna do this again. Okay, that was the main thing. It's like I'm up all night shitting water. I'm not gonna do that again just because I wanted to have a sip in the morning. But anyways, get there. It gets over really quickly, which is nice because they give you propofol, Michael Jackson drug, <laughs> knocked you out, gets you dead. But I will say this about the the um, the administ- the anesthesi- anesthesiologist uh, gentleman came in. He had a real weird smug attitude, a real a real weird uh, not weird, but just a weird cocky guy attitude. When he was just asking me questions, if they have to go through all the list to make sure you haven't taken aspirin, haven't drank, whatever. He's like, uh, do you drink, smoke, or whatever? And I was just like or do drugs uh, and I, I was like I drink and I smoke and then the other doctor came in and was like for whatever reason he just walked in while this guy was talking about that and he was like oh he, he smokes pot and then the anesthesiologist looks at me and he goes shouldn't try to hide these things from me or something something like could have just been honest about that and I was like I almost got into it but then I was like no this guy's literally has my life he could kill me so I can't be pissy with this guy but I almost got into it and almost you know was like no, no, I thought that meant heroin because m- marijuana, I don't know, like, what are we talking about? I'm not trying to hide that I smoke pot in Los Angeles. Like, that's, very, it's very weird for him to insinuate. I'm, I'm, he's open about smoking tobacco and drinking, but he, no, that's not happening. So I held my tongue. I was like, Haha, yeah. Um, and then he knocked me out. 
And uh, it got over quick, or I don't know how long it was actually, because I was on MJ drugs. Um, and but it, it was, you know, once it was done, I was very glad it was done. Very groggy all day yesterday, kind of sleepy all day and stuff. But um, the um, another massive thing I noticed about all this is like, I, I was so relieved for that to be over. Obviously, so excited for that to be done. That that uh, day of day of spouting, and. I noticed very quickly that, that how much you just for, or how quickly you forget and then acclimate to whatever is your next doing thing because one of the you know when they were jamming shit down my throat I'm sure that my my the corner of my lip got split and so now that's like irritated and and hurting and like I, today I was woke up and just like so annoyed with that completely forgetting the torture I had just been through because because the next pain pops up and you go this is the problem um, so I did have a moment where I go you know. I guess just accept that your face is irritated because you're at least you get to eat crackers and anything you want. So I made it through. Oh yeah, the I, I don't know what the diagnosis is. I think they have to they have to biopsy or send that shit out. Uh, but they did cut a lot of things out of me. They said a lot had a lot of polyps, which is not normal for my age. And so you know that's not great. But um, but we'll see. We'll see what the what the results are if they're they're no big deal or not um i think i mean at this point it seems like they're not that big of a deal because the because i'm you know they didn't say so but who knows who fucking knows i'm just very glad it's done and if they tell me that i have to do that once a year i will tell them no i will just accept cancer or whatever comes my way because that is not doable and i also i don't think it's healthy to chug three gallons of sodium chloride or whatever they had me like i don't think doing that once a year is healthy for your system it can't be. It's not like a, a slow cleanse. It's a forced, sharp cleanse. Speaking of forgetting to be grateful and just becoming uh, a, a weird monster, today I was driving and I saw some, some car had a baby on board sticker and I just thought, like, it's weird. I mean, I guess I get that, but you'd have to be so close to see that sticker that you, like, I, the idea is, like, be careful because there's a baby on in this car. I get that, but... Is that who are is that to warn people in case they were thinking about just ramming you for fun? Like I, I don't understand who the sticker's for exactly. It, it's not for someone who accidentally hit you because they wouldn't have seen the sticker if they didn't see you. So I don't, you know, the more I think about this babies on board thing, I'm like, I don't get what this is. Who this would help? It, does it mean you can't get mad and honk at me? I just, it just seems like it's, that can't ward off a, a car accident. Like, no one's going to, no one's trying to get into a car accident that I know of. Except some people. Because today, uh, almost immediately, not immediately, like 30 minutes later, some guy doesn't cut me off. He just forces his way, forces his car, would have hit my car. I just had to, like, slam the brakes. Forces his way because he, he tried to weasel up or whatever. You know, does this make sense what I'm saying? When cars are all driving, everyone's in the correct lane, and someone tries to weasel up by going in the parking lane or whatever. This guy did that, forced his way in front of me. I honk and stuff. He, uh, I think, honks back. And basically, it becomes, I think, I don't know if who started this out the window, but basically, we both get out of our cars because it's fight time. And at some point, he goes, he's, he's like, what do you want? I already apologized. And I was like, you just called me a fucker. And, and, um... The light turns green. He, we weren't even close to each other. We were like kind of out of our cars. We were like hanging out of our cars. The doors were open. Um, it wasn't like we got into his faces, but it was a really weird confrontation in which uh, 
which I was like, I'm just ready to kill someone. I was ready to kill him. I go, let's go. And then uh, the light turns green. He's like, bye. And then, um, I didn't think he said that exactly, but he drove away. And then um, I'm like, I'm going to kill this guy. And then the car will not change into drive. So then I'm like, then I'm holding up the line of people honking at me because I can't get it out of park for some reason. It's just like locked. So an angel saved that man. Actually, no, that's not true. He, I wouldn't have gotten to, I wouldn't have swung at someone really. I just wanted to scream at this man. But it was a wild, wild morning. Getting into a real scream fight saying, I'm going to get you to some gentleman in a Mustang. And I am so glad that when he was, you know, yelling out his car and starting to get out, I'm so glad that he was not a large, strong man because I would have been in a very different scenario. He was about equal to my size. And I was like, all right, let's rage. Let's rage it out. The thing is, when someone does something like that, does a bold thing like forces their way into your lane or whatever, it's like you're emboldened because you're like, this guy, I didn't feel wrong at all about wanting to fight this guy. It felt like, no, this guy did something wrong and then got and then was also pissy about it. Um, so it feels like, well, then I have the right to murder him. And I feel like the traffic around me would have agreed. But I guess that's the that's the danger with uh, road rage. And if he had one of those baby on board stickers, that probably wouldn't have happened. I guess it's for road rage only. Maybe that's exactly what it's for. Because you'd be like, I can't, I'm not going to yell at someone who's got a kid in their car. I'll just ram them. Also, if he hadn't gotten out of the car or hadn't like stuck his head out and started talking shit, then it probably, it probably would have just ended with honking. But he had to get wicked. And that, and also, I talked about this a few episodes ago, when revealing your face, all of a sudden, now I have a face to hate. If it's just a car, you forget about it like two blocks later. You're like, it's just an object that pissed me off. But he showed his face, and I was, and then, and I was like, let's rage. And I can still see his face. And I still, I'll see it forever. And, uh... So that's, I guess that's the lesson, is stay in your car and let the rage dissipate. I mean, wouldn't that have been funny if I had gotten into a physical fight with this guy in an intersection and he sends me back to the same hospital that I just got a colonoscopy and endoscopy and they're like, what the f- what happened to this guy? I'm back! I got two broken teeth! That'd have been an interesting... That'd been an interesting story to tell on this podcast. That is the only good thing about obnoxious things that that occur, is like pretty pretty quickly after that encounter with that guy, I was like, well, at least I can admit it on the podcast, and it'll maybe it'll be funny. So you know, you're turning turning bad moments into potentially gold moments. Potentially, you're admitting crimes over the airwaves. But because there's only 23 listeners, I don't think I'm going to jail. Not for this one. Okay, I guess that's going to be it for whatever number episode this is. That was... That was the episode. It was my survival. Uh, Till next time. Maybe I'll be back home finally. We'll see. Okay, bye. Bye.